second season of Gachaman Crowds. I haven't seen Insight or the OVA that followed. What? Yeah. I'm How? a bad person. Well, no. I just haven't at the time. Okay. I. It's so sad. Yeah. Gachaman Crowds was a remake that I loved. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Too, but... I loved the live action movie that came out like mm-hmm. five, six years ago. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mika. What? Why are you going on and on about Gatchaman? Because that's what the episode is today. We can know. We're, we're gonna talk about Gacha, man. We can know! <laughs> I hate myself. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. <sighs> now you know how it feels. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> anyway, hey, yes, hello. Yes, um, welcome. I'm Rika. I'm Miggy. And welcome to Sodium Exposure. Where we usually talk about anything and everything under the geek sun. Because we're salty. Yes, quite salty. And what makes us saltier than gacha? Yeah. Gacha game. Nothing makes us saltier than gacha. Yeah. I mean, especially since there are just so many mobile games lately mm-hmm. that incorporate the gacha system yeah uh gacha by the way is short for gachapon mm-hmm. and uh gachapon are those uh capsule toy things that you usually see in um japanese markets japanese stores um the arcade yeah you have um, some in toy kingdom and i mm-hmm. know there's a yoshinoya in in makati somewhere yeah there's a yoshinoya in makati somewhere that has a yeah, machine. machines. It's pretty cool. It's yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. Um, you know, you uh, put in a couple of coins, turn the knob, and then you get um, a toy, a trinket, or whatever. Yeah, at random. Yeah, it's it's very random. Uh, but uh, there are um, there's a notice or like a sticker on the machine that tells you what you can get. Yeah. Or you know they're displayed in a mm, display, display case above the, the machine, machine itself. Wait, I remember this one time. You got you actually got really salty when we tried a gacha machine. Uh, was this? Um, it was Maggie. Yeah, the Maggie. 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 Yeah, the Maggie gachapon where um, they had the cell phone charms. Yeah, yeah the cell phone charms. Yeah. Like, kept getting the ones that I didn't want. I ended up with a couple of them. I gave it's those fine. away because I wasn't that big it's a fan fine. of the um, I, well, I actually lost <coughs> the the one, the USB. My USB where I put the... Oh no. Yeah. I, I lost it. I don't know where it is anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes me sad. I don't see Maggie Gachapon anymore. Yeah. Well, I had this one time. I got two cell phone charms, a Pikachu and a Togepi. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, uh, I still have the Pikachu. Mm. My friend, I think, still has the Togepi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, but, you know. Okay, you're, you're smiling weird. Shut is up. That, is there a thing? No, there's okay. not a thing. Okay, so, yeah. Um, gacha, the gacha system in mobile games, or mobage, uh, they work similarly to the the actual capsule toy machines. Yeah. So you put in 
coins or whatever in-game currency there is and you draw randomly from a pool of a million and one waifus or you know <laughs> if you're early on in the game there are way less problems mm-hmm. than if say you started on a game that's already got two or three years under its belt yeah if if you start with that you'd be way behind yeah and you lose out on the limited edition characters you that sometimes lose, yeah. appear you lose out on some of the limited edition stuff but at the same time sometimes they release updated versions of older mm-hmm. units mm-hmm. that have way better stats, way better stats and yeah. stuff sometimes like that. it happens yes um but more uh, most of the time it's really th- it's really the nature of the gacha pokemon mm. or the gacha yeah. it's really the luck of the draw so um let's talk about the games that we love with ga- the gacha games that we love oh oh let me start with kingdom hearts union cross mm. originally originally known as kingdom hearts kai it is the mobile game that was released a year ago a- re-released Re-release. I mean, it wasn't a re-release so much mm-hmm. as a major update. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it was a whole new set of stories. Mm-hmm. Set- How is this related to the games, the actual games? Okay. The actual mm-hmm. uh, Kingdom Hearts games. Union Cross is the story. Is uh, well, Union Cross and Kai mm-hmm. are stories that happen about a hundred or so years. Before, Before Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, which is chronologically the first set of events. Yeah, I never understood that about Kingdom Hearts. I mean, you have a series game, a lot of games under the franchise, yeah. and the timeline jumps around, doesn't it? It, it jumped around two, three times. Mm-hmm. You know, with the release of Birth by Sleep, um, Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories, RE Coded. Mm-hmm. And uh, three five eight over two, and then Kai, which was originally uh, it was originally a browser game before mm-hmm. being ported to mobile, mm-hmm. and you know it's got its own gacha um, since attacks here are medals, like your attacks are fueled by medals, okay, medals that have special attacks. And photos of um, Kingdom Hearts characters. The more limited edition ones have key art from the game itself on them. Or in some cases, they even have music. Personally, I'm really proud of this one medal I have. It's a limited edition version of Neku Sakuraba that has his theme music. So every time I'm in the home screen, it's playing. Oh, okay, so... Uh, let me get the straight. The gacha in um, Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. um, they're mostly add-ons to the game. Yeah, sort of. Because you can get medals mm-hmm. through the course of the game that are already okay. Since they just add power to your Keyblades. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, you get nicer and sometimes better... Uh, special attacks with uh, rarer medals. D- because of the medals. Yeah. Because you can usually manually upgrade 
you can upgrade medals to the point where they're six, seven star now. Mm-hmm. I mean, seven star and eight star, I think. No, sorry. Seven star medals are the newest ones. Mm-hmm. You can't draw them unless it's a special banner. But you can go for. But you can't hunt down upgrade materials to upgrade your six star medals. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and. Um, get yourself more materials. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross is generally very generous mm-hmm. with the jewels which are required to draw. For the gacha? Yeah. They're very so generous an, with that. an in-game currency for you to um, use the gacha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the one... It's not, it's not very microtransaction-fueled because... They added a lot of systems that allow you to get jewels, which in turn let you roll the gacha whenever you want without having to buy anything. Mm-hmm. The thing about buying any amount of jewels or special packages in Kingdom Hearts Union Cross is that it will unlock for a week uh, the VIP quests, which mm-hmm. are extra quests that let you earn medals, money. Money is the general currency. The special <laughs> currency is jewels. Okay. So these VIP quests only unlock if you buy something. Ooh. Which includes the weekly quests. And there are certain medals that are hidden that are behind that VIP paywall. Which, oh, so yeah, um, it makes me a little salty sometimes. So, but yeah, so I can like, do without um, it. Um, most gacha games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's free to play, free to download. Yep. But you encounter um, times where you have or you would be prompted to buy items to improve the gameplay or not add necessarily. On. Like there is at the opening of the game mm-hmm. um, an ad an advertisement for like uh, mm-hmm. a jewel package that will unlock VIP quests. Among, and give you an amount of jewels for a month, but you don't necessarily need that given that the game tends to be really generous with jewels to begin with. Mm. So you don't really need to buy the jewels? No. Sometimes you'll just have a reward from a random live stream or mm-hmm. because they dropped the newest trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3 like they did recently. I mean, I ended oh. up with 30k jewels. Nice. So I how still have many, 10k. I haven't spent it. How all. many jewels do you need to draw in the gacha? Uh, depending on the banner. Mm-hmm. See, there are several banners that let you draw um, five medals. Uh, yeah, five medals for like 1k. But the 10 plus, but the uh, multiple draw, the 10 draw, or 10 plus one draw in some cases. Uh, requires 3,000 jewels. Oh. So, um, with your weekly, I mean, with your daily login, it's five days, it's usually, you usually get about 500 to 600 jewels. Plus bonuses from quests, mm-hmm. um, from so clearing certain challenges. you can get uh, your jewels yeah. without having to actually pay for them. Yeah, you only, the thing about the gacha system for uh, Union Cross, or the jewels rather, you only get them if you really, really want to spend for like one banner. 
Because mm-hmm. sometimes they also have banners called the falling price deal. Mm-hmm. You'll start out needing 3,000 jewels to draw. Then it'll drop down to like 2,500. Oh, so and it's... stay that way for 3 draws. Then drop to 1,900. Oh, that's cool. And so on. I think the lowest it goes is like 1k. Oh, that's pretty cool. For the, and that's for 10. Hmm. So imagine what you could do if you, yeah, if you had enough. Yeah, had right? enough for the entire drop. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I still have a, I still have ten thousand four hundred seventy-two jewels, and I don't, mm-hmm. and I don't really need to spend any more mm-hmm. on the falling price banner because, I mean, I got a bunch of good medals from it already, mm-hmm. and I spend so little of my jewels that. I actually manage to get every single limited edition DuckTales medal from the DuckTales banner. Oh, nice. From the, 20s, nice. From the new DuckTales limited banner. I was like, I'm happy with that. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty good. It actually, um, I mean, that level of generosity kind of reminds me of the mobile game I'm playing right now. Um, I'm going to pimp... Oh yeah, we're yeah. both playing that, but I'm he- I'm super confused by it still. I love it. I know. Um, it's I mean it's pretty. I mean aside from the ship girls, it's pretty accurate to World War, the World War Two. Yeah, you usually history? like you've come at me with mm-hmm. like facts about these ships, and I'm like, <laughs> wow, Rika is a huge battleship nerd. Yeah. Who the hell? Well, no, I only. Kind of became a battleship nerd after I started playing as their lane. Yeah, but your interest was fueled by this. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. actually I'm... how you get into a lot of these things. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you get into one thing and then you snowball into another, and then it's just downhill from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the gacha system in Azur Lane is pretty uh, interesting because the game is generous, very generous with its cubes. Mm-hmm. The ones that you use to draw a ship in the uh, their banners. Yeah. Um, you get them basically by doing your dailies. Uh-huh. It's, uh, I mean, summoning or building the ships is actually pretty, pretty cheap. Um, you get uh, for the light, lighter um, ships, you only spend one, mm-hmm. uh, one cube and uh, six hundred gold, which you can also get easily in the game yeah. without doing really anything. Um, for the the heavier ships or the special ships uh-huh. or even the limited edition ships. Um, it's just two wisdom cubes and uh, one five, one thousand five hundred gold. Um, of course, the chances there are, uh, that you get the unit that you want is mm-hmm. pretty low. Yeah. But you know, um, Azur Lane's uh, ships, the units that you get, even if they're a common rarity, they're actually pretty useful. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't get um, a super rare ship or a super, yeah, or the ship that you want, you can actually use um, the ships you get uh, from the start 
and um, what's even better is that some of the ships that you can possibly get by drawing in um, in Azerlane's gacha system, you can also get them from drops in playing the levels of the game. Yeah, I recall getting one um, elite unit just from playing the stage. I mean, that is mm -hmm. that's really generous. All it's things it's super generous. I also um, there's another there's another gacha style game mm -hmm. that I play, the City of Final Fantasy Opera Omnia. Wow, that's a mouthful. Um, that's a very yeah. Yeah, we usually just call it the F O O. F O O. Yeah, we usually don't have any problems with getting characters since uh, they come free with the story or they come free from event quests. Mm -hmm. No, what you draw for in Opera Omnia is weapons and armor. Oh. Yeah. So you get uh, the units, but then you gotcha the equipment. Yeah. I mean, there are basic equipment, but, mm. you know, uh, certain equipment have better affinity per character, that sort of thing. That's, that's what happens in Opera Omni. What most people like to do is they focus on um, their quote unquote best boys or best girls mm -hmm. because the meta doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my god, Rika's. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you and I. <laughs> excuse me. You and I both play. <laughs> okay, let it out. Let it all out. Let it all out. Okay. I need a drink. <laughs> ha, you and I both play Azure Lane. And, hmm? you know, Azure Lane. Sorry, I keep calling it Azure Lane because it's all blue and stuff. Yeah. Because, you know, battleships, ocean. What what color is the ocean? Blue. Okay. Azure. Azure Lane. Fine. And unlike you, uh, unlike me, you don't play Grand Chase. I don't. Yeah, their gacha system's also. Hmm. Um, the yeah. gacha system is also pretty generous, fairly generous in the sense that there are multiple ways for you to get the ability to summon uh, units and that most units can be upgraded with a lot of effort to the highest tier, which is right now SR. Wow. Japan, is, Japan has SS, which is one step above SR, doesn't really matter that much. But yeah, I've heard I've heard sto some horror stories from friends like how one person had already spent like six hundred pesos more or less mm -hmm. buying jewels. Well, is that every day or not every day? But in one go, like they dropped six hundred pesos for jewels mm -hmm. to try and immediately summon Elysis uh, new character mm. at the because, time. Um, I know. Some people like purchase the monthly. Um, it, it's a monthly kind of thing yeah. where you always get uh, the in-game currency every day. Yeah. More than what you would normally get if, if you, just, you just did your dailies. Yeah, did your dailies free to play, strictly free to play. Yeah. Play. I sometimes, I you sometimes do that. Oh, okay. Because I still, I'm, I've never done it. Mm -hmm. For any of the games that I do play, I'm like, I'm always on the fence about 
spending real money on these things because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I mean, it's yeah. Well, okay. Um, I think. Uh, what happened? No, it's fine. It's fine. Minor technical difficulty on my end. Okay. It's probably nothing. Um, but I lost my train of thought. No. The the daily. Yeah. Oh. Nope. I lost my train. <laughs> you were saying that you, um, because I spend real money on um the monthly in-game currency where. I buy a package, and that package enables me to get a set number of the in-game currency every day for a month. Um, I actually did that for <laughs> I actually did that for a love live and bang dream. You're judging me a little because you know how brutal those gacha are yes. for those two games, right? Especially love live, I. Um, okay, we both quit Love Live. We, I, yes, we quit Love Live because it just got too much. Yeah, at, at some point, the whole it was part of the game system where you needed a particular color group to play a song well. Mm-hmm. Like, no, not to play a song well, but to get a high score. The high scores, yeah. Because the I way mean, you play doesn't matter mm-hmm. if they don't match up mm. in color the, and if you don't have like high scoring units for that particular yeah color I then mean, you're kind of screwed I, I, f- I really feel like idle games attract whales it does I mean idle gacha games gacha games in general attract whales whales in this case um, is a term for the people who spend a lot of money on gacha games, they would spend upwards of thousands of dollars yeah. every day or every month mm-hmm. just so that they can keep drawing from the gacha uh-huh. just to get the units or the equipment or whatever that you know that will help them um, progress faster or have the highest score in the game. See, it's kind of terrible. Um, it, it makes it for me. I think I really feel that it makes the game a bit imbalanced yeah. because the more whales you have in a game, uh, the the less likely it is for strictly free to play players to keep playing the game. And you lose, you know, a market. For yeah, that. it's kind of sad, but mm. that's how the that's how gacha games are built now. It's attracting, you know, whales. I I do agree that you know Bandari has a tendency to attract whales, but as someone who's never spent on it, like. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need to be number one. The only mm. thing that keeps me playing when there's an event mm. is the fact that um, is the fact that there's an event exclusive unit. Yeah. Once I get that, You're I'm good. good. Yeah. Like 
I've only ever achieved re- I've only ever achieved getting those special titles mm. for like 10k for like scoring within uh, 10,000, 5,000, or 1,000 on the leaderboard. Mm-hmm. I only achieved it once, and while that was fun, it took a lot out of it took yes. a lot out of me because I always had to be. Yeah, you always had to be on the game all the time, and we're responsible adults. We just don't have that much. Yeah, time. I mean, I have about 20 minutes to spare to play a few songs, mm-hmm. and if that puts me on the board, great. If it doesn't, I can always get next level. Yeah. I, I am, however, I am, however, saving my uh, stars mm-hmm. for a special gacha. Yes, because mm-hmm. that's the one time that I I am going to spend all my stars. It doesn't matter to me mm-hmm. because that special crossover is everything. Yeah, um, that's just the thing, though. Um, with a lot of uh, gacha games that are coming out now. Most of them are a year behind um, because they are um, English or global ports of an already existing Japanese or Chinese game or even a Korean game. Yeah. So it's most likely that um, we won't be getting these crossovers for, you know, a while. Yeah. So I think Bang Dream uh, is a year behind its, um, the Japanese version. So, if you're waiting for the Persona 5 collab, you know the crossover... Yeah, of course you are. Uh, if you're waiting for that, it, you might have to wait a year. Um, I'm not even sure we would be getting it because of the licenses involved. I'm pretty sure we, we'd be able to get it. Ah, uh, no. You want to know what you know, mm-hmm. kind of breaks your argument. Alchemist Code. Oh, well, they have this guy. Yeah, they yeah but have uh, they probably probably worked it out. They probably worked out the licenses before they released it. So I'm True. I'm pretty sure uh, the game companies are already in talks for the global licenses. Yeah, I mean Crusaders Quest also got Ruby. Well, Ruby, to be to be fair, mm-hmm. Ruby is already American developed, mm-hmm. and Rooster Teeth probably doesn't have any issues with their license being used for a cute game. Yeah, I mean they're I well from the looks of it, they it looks like they're very um, game to do these kinds of collaborations. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I mean. Blaze Blue. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised when uh, Ruby was announced. I was like, holy shit, I need this game. We both kind of freaked out. And you know me, I'm not a very fighting game person. Yeah, you're not. But I bought that fighting game. (laughs) Wait, you finally bought it? I want it. I haven't bought it. I have the demo trial on my Switch. Uh, yeah. (laughs) That's how it's. That's as uh, far... So anyway, going back to the gacha games, mm-hmm. let's talk about the ones that we actually gave up on. Um, like I said, I gave up on Love Live. We both gave up on Love Live. I gave Live. up because um, it got really uh, hard to keep up with. Yeah. There's like an event almost every week and then 
the game introduced the aqua banners. I mean, um, Love Live, if you haven't uh, heard of it, is a uh, is an idol. Um, it's a multimedia idol series. So you have uh -huh. manga, anime, and then you have the school idol project game. Yeah, there are two versions of that game. One is mm -hmm. the mobile game, mm -hmm. which involve which has gacha among mm -hmm. other things. The other and one is, is the PlayStation Four game, yeah. that is just a rhythm game. Um, so we're playing uh, School Idol Festival, yeah. which is the mobile game. Um, it ha basically it has two separate games in one because you have the Muse storyline, which is the first uh, Love Live series, yeah. and then you have the um, <clears throat> and then you have the Aqua Band or the Aqua Half. Which is the second Love Live series. Which so you happens have like two groups, basically. Yeah. So you have two major storylines in one game. And uh, you have Gacha for one idol group for Muse, and you have one separate Gacha for Aqua. And then under those, you have the special banners for the events. So you're like, there's just so many things, uh -huh. and the drop rate of uh, the cards that you use for the game, yeah, it's it's kind of unfair. It's really low. Uh, let me pull it up. Um, I know it's very low. The chances for love live. Yeah, we, you know, these rhythm gacha games, um, the reason why you and I usually play it is because we're super into the songs. Mm -hmm. For Bang Dream, it's because they have amazing covers. Oh yeah, they do. They do, and they do. It's I, like, I really love I I kind of um, fell in love with Goose House mm. when I heard Hikaru Nara. And I never, I didn't watch Your Lie in April. Still haven't seen it, but when I heard that song, I was just wow. <laughs> I enjoy their covers. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just a it's a bonus. And thank the gods we don't have the gacha for songs. <laughs> That's true. If we <laughs> did gacha for songs, I would <clears throat> probably have never played the game. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, here we go. Okay, so to compare, um, the drop rate for the Love Live Gacha is this. Um, for the rare, that's the lowest rarity cards, um, it's 80%. For an SR, it's 15% chance. Um, for an SSR, that's a 4% chance. And to get the... And to get the URs, which is the highest rarity, uh -huh. it's just 1%. Uh, comparing that to the Gacha and Bang Dream, which is um, for two star cards, it's an 88.5% drop rate. Uh -huh. um, for the three star cards, it's an 8.5 drop rate. For four stars, for four star cards, is a 3% drop rate. So Bang Dream is actually a little better when it comes to the gacha. Yeah. 
because it's uh, higher um, to get the most rare. Um, but this is the drop rate for um, Azure Lane. For commons, for common ships, you get a 55% drop rate. Uh, the rare cards are at 26%. Elite cards are at um, elite ships. Sorry, elite, elite ships are at 12%. And do you know what the SR cards drop at? What? Seven percent. No. Yep. So Seven. that's why we got. I know, so so that's why we got like. Uh, Yugen and stuff so easily. Mm -hmm. That's really generous. I mean, all things considered. Um, it's very generous compared to, let's, uh, you know, the most notorious of gacha games. What? Are we gonna talk about the Grand High Bitch of Gacha Summoning? Yes, Fate Grand Order. Ugh. No, I quit that game for a good reason. I've never played it because I've heard that the summoning or the drop rates are abysmal that you know it's kind of broken yeah i mean they have special banners for it and everything and they say rate up but really no i've heard that yeah um but you know people still <coughs> play it uh they just you know keep drawing in the banners to hopefully get their waifus or their husbands or whatever um I played. I don't know. Um, for me, if your drop rate for the good, um, the the most rare um, units is like less than one percent, or even at one percent, I'd rather not play that game anymore. Yeah. Because I want to enjoy the game yeah. as well. So I mean, it would be nice if. You also get that um, the good units without having to break bank. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about another one that we, well, I don't think you've ever played it. Mm -hmm. uh, I've played it off and on. I'm sort of back on it. Um, Marvel Future Fight. Mm -hmm. See, their gacha is different because it's it's changed a couple of times since the game's beginning. Okay. There used to be no, uh, there used to be no premium summon. Like some of the newer characters will be hidden behind a paywall. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, uh, some games do do that. Like uh, limited characters yeah. are behind paywalls, yeah. which is, um, I think that that's okay uh -huh. because they're. They're, you know, they're limited edition. Not everybody is going to get that limited edition character. Yeah. If they wanted everyone to get it, why would they, you know, put yeah. it behind a paywall? I so mean, it's, they're not. It's a you're basically paying a premium for the limited. Yeah, they're limited in the sense that um, they're the, the only place you can get some of these characters in future fight. Is if you get, you know, let's say, if if you buy biometrics, which is mm -hmm. the materials needed to summon these characters. Mm -hmm. So in the case of characters like uh, Jean Grey mm -hmm. or Agent Venom, 
mm-hmm. Ironheart. They're hidden behind that premium character paywall, but there is a gacha that you can try for to get them. Except that it does cost it does cost a hefty amount of jewels. But you get those jewels oh, easily you can, in you game. You can grind them. You can grind, grind or farm for them. Yeah. Which is, you know, basically what uh, a lot of gacha games do. You yeah. have to grind and farm for these uh, for the in-game currency so that you could use it for the gacha. Yeah. But I also like gacha games with story. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Hmm. Those, uh, I actually gave up on Star Ocean because they were a little too generous at their opening. Okay. Like, it was one, they gave out a lot of the premium currency. Oh. And they also gave out um, characters. So, but the story hadn't caught up. So, whatever characters I did have were far too strong. Mm. So, you gave up on it after a little while. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, I mean, if you get overpowered um, in a story-based gacha or like an RPG, it does kind of get boring if you're overpowered because the game would be too easy by then. But then I guess uh, that's also a downfall if you're a gacha game and you're if you're playing a gacha game and it's like the first few months of it. Especially if you get like lucky with your units and you get the good ones and then you just keep playing the game and leveling up and then you get so overpowered that you caught up with the latest chapter of the story and the game hasn't updated to the end game yet. So Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I'm not playing Opera Omni right now. I mean, I know I'm going to miss out on characters and a few banners, but at the same time, I have several characters at max level. Mm. Yeah. Max level and max jewel, uh, max extra stats. Mm. So it's like the only thing that will make them perfect is giving them their best weapons, mm-hmm. which requires that I farm for the parts, farm for the jewels necessary. Mm-hmm. Sorry, gems. In their case, gems necessary to make the draw, which is kind of pricey. Mm-mm. It's like 5,000 jewels for a 10 plus 1 summon. Wow. Yeah. Well, I suppose that's how the game keeps a player base. Yeah. Because, you know, the more expensive the, the 10 plus 1 gotcha is, I guess, the more people will have to grind for it. So. Yeah, but then they were generous enough to... Um, make armor less of a problem mm-hmm. in the sense that there are ways for you to farm armor tokens and simply purchase armor. Mm-hmm. They've also given us a chance to like, if you want to limit break a weapon and make it stronger, you can limit break a weapon once every four weeks because they give us a special limit break item. Mm-hmm. So once a month you can level up a weapon. It, it's it's middling on its generosity, you know. Mm-hmm. Upper Omnia is middling with its generosity, but there is no stamina. You can come back to it whenever you want. Mm-hmm. 
I say it's a game worth playing. Uh, there's some other games that are that turned me off from them at the start because there was so much minutia, mm-hmm. even though I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> Sorry, Food Fantasy is one of those. Their oh, gacha is simple. I actually want to play it, Food Fantasy. I, I might go back I, to it. At I some want point. to play Food Fantasy, but I have I already have like a number of games on my uh, phone. Yeah, I'm playing. And I just can't keep track of the dailies anymore. I mean, I play mobile games a lot on my free time, but I also play uh, on the laptop. I play on the Switch, and sometimes I want to play all the games all the time, but I don't have the time. It makes me sad. Yeah, I mean, well... So, I really want to... Maybe if I delete a game or two, Oh no. Well, who knows? Yeah, but why is Gacha so addictive? I don't know. Maybe because we drew the short straw? What? Because we rolled out of bed wrong this morning? And I'm going to punch you if you make another Gacha. I call foul. This is our ridiculous. back um mickey has a sore cheek i'm not sorry no i'm kidding i'm sorry but you deserved it you dislocated my jaw no i didn't i didn't hit you that hard we're also kidding i didn't really hit mickey Anyway, so um, where were we? Aside from your terrible gacha puns. Right, um, so Mickey and I have this thing where I sometimes draw for him on his gacha game yeah. and vice versa. So it's actually annoying because half the time that I draw for Mickey, I get the unit that I wanted for my game. That happened lately in Azure Lane. San Diego. Yes. I know. I, I did that. I've been trying to get San Diego, the meme lord number one. Num- number one. <laughs> the number one meme lord queen in Azure Lane. Because um, for some reason, her um, drop rate was insane. Uh-huh. Because every time people uh, pulled from the gacha, she would come out like one in four times. She was like boosted, but not? But not. It's not supposed to happen. She's not a special unit. She's just a super rare unit yeah. that everybody apparently gets. Except for me. I've been playing this game since open beta started and I have never gotten a San Diego. I played it in a a closed beta. I got her almost instantly. But then when open uh, the open beta came out, of course, um, the our progress in the CBT got wiped. Yeah. So I had to do it all over again. I mean, it's just insane that I didn't get her 
and and everybody else was getting her multiple times including me it, who just started yeah you would see it in the chat box in the notifications yeah, yeah. where people would get uh sr units yeah you would see san diego san diego san diego san diego san diego but every time i draw i never get her you eventually did i eventually did but you know how it was frustrating but by the time that you got then, sandy no, i got it way after i drew it for you yeah which but is, which is why i got so frustrated because the you know i hit the build and then the quick finisher and then it turned out to be san diego and it was on your game that was frustrating it, for me I yeah but by the that. time that you did get sandy I'd already gotten her a second time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm just scouting for hood. Oh, I forgot to mention. You have a hood. I have hood. Hey, hey you have Atago. I do not. Oh, yeah, I do. I got lucky. I got super lucky. And this is one of the times <laughs> that you got precisely what you wanted. Well, I was actually hoping for another Prince of Wales. So I could limit break her. Why you don't have the um, hmm? golden bullets anymore? Uh I yeah I used it up for enterprise. Ah, you have enterprise. Yes. Right. Yeah. That, I, yeah, I have an enterprise. Um, but I mean, <clears throat> all things considered, Azure Lane really is generous with the gacha yeah. with their uh, with their ships. I I do remember this one time that I rolled. Early on in mm. our, um, early on in our love life careers, mm -hmm. I still, ha I, st I still have that screenshot. She got so mad, cause what was that draw again? Which one? Um, this, is this one draw, you got super mad at me because I had one UR, one SR, multiple rares, and I think there were only two commons. Get a lot of comments. Yeah. This is in Bandari. I'm not Bandari. Love life. Love life. Yeah. No. Yeah. There were a couple of times that I actually hit you for getting the UR units that I wanted. <laughs> no, but you still ended up with more UR units than I did. I, I had mean, like yes, I sometimes do get more UR units, but not the ones that I want. Yeah, we I, rarely ever I get the ones that do are specific not, to the banner. I do not like Niko Yazawa. And yet. Like, at all. And yet I have a lot of her. I quit the game. <laughs> so yeah. I'm done with you, Love Life. I'm done. We're done. No yeah. more. <laughs> and then Bandori happened. And then Bang Dream happened. One of the reasons why we play it is because the covers are great. Yeah, the, the gacha doesn't even matter to us. It's the songs. Yeah. I, I play it for the songs, not for the the units. And thank but God I, there's no like color restrictions. I mean, you get bonus score if you if you use certain, mm -mm. but that's only for events. If you're just playing it, if you're just playing, it's fine. It's it fine. Yeah. Just for slap events, on your best uh, scoring units yeah. there, and you're good. For events, <laughs> that's the only time the the card type matters. Yeah. But otherwise, you're free to and do whatever got, you want. You don't really have that many card types to go on, mm. like 
you've got the red one, the blue one, the green one, yeah, and have, orange one. Um, That's it. You have power, you have cool, you have happiness. Pure. And pure. That's four. That's four. That's it. Yeah. I mean, yes, technically mm-hmm. it's one more than Love Live. But, but you get so many two-star, three-star units that eventually doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, you can uh, evolve those units somehow, right? Yeah. Especially the three stars. Two stars, yeah. three stars. No, you can the evolve three stars. Them. You can essentially make them a bit more powerful. But that, but in the end, it's a rhythm game. It doesn't matter until you get the score games where, you know... And to be fair, even the score games aren't that bad. Mm. Like, the score, cha- the previous score challenge, it was only because I missed the day that I didn't get into the 10k mark again. Oh, that's okay. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the I mean, event. They're pretty generous as well. Yeah. With units, since you can just farm for it. I mean, when it comes to the, uh, the events, you can just farm for the reward cards yeah you get two one two star one three mm -hmm. star and then if you're lucky if you get enough points event points you get another card yeah for the end of it all Hmm. that's fine i mean yeah yeah it's totally fine (laughs) but okay here's the thing about gacha it kind of sometimes when it's so bad you could basically consider it assault I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you so much. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> gotcha, man. It's a big thing. Okay, now you're throwing back my cards. Hey, you asked for it. <laughs> anyway, um, what game, what gotcha games are you looking forward to next? <laughs> we si- did we sign up for more games? You Probably. betcha. No, I uh, I signed up for. I don't know if Ragnarok, the new Ragnarok, is gonna mm. have a gacha. It might. It might. It might. Um, signed up for Dragalia Lost. We all signed. I up signed for up Dragalia for Dragalia Lost. It's That's coming from, out from Nintendo, like straight up from Nintendo. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is equal parts awesome and strange to me because I'm used to it from Square Enix. Yep. If it's Square Enix. Mm. Um, I'm pretty excited. When does... Gigalia lost us on the 29th. That's next week. <laughs> no, it's, um, tomorrow. Wait, what? It's tomorrow, 29th? No, wait, no, it's on Saturday. Sorry. Good grief. It's not tomorrow. I mean, you know what, tomorrow let's... when the episode is released. Yeah. Because when the episode released, it's the 27th. Yes. Yes. Anyway. Oh, so wait, no. It's releasing today. You're gonna have to edit this part. Um, Dragalia Lost comes out on the 27th. It comes out to. Oh, hey. It comes out today! Yeah, it comes out today! <laughs> if, if you're already online in Dragalia Lost, we'll see you there. Yeah. Will we? Will we? I don't think it's an MMO. I don't think so, but maybe it has those um, friend guild things. Who knows? Who knows? Um, as of recording, we haven't played it yet. We've seen videos. Mm-hmm. 
game free. Uh, we're excited. I'm excited to play it. Uh, you're excited to play it. Everybody's yeah, excited to play it. Boy. Um, aside from the Growlio loss, I also signed up for uh, Amethy um, Ruby Amethy Arena. That's next week. I know it's on the 25th. It's October. Oh, that's so, next month, not next week. Yeah, not next. Because it's, it's well, it's nearly next month anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm so pretty much. excited. I have no idea what is in store for um, Amity Arena. Um, I think there might be a gacha. I don't know how you get your card units for well, the game. Um, I that's because I did. I wasn't able <coughs> to get into the closed beta. Me neither. Mm -hmm. But I'm excited Which is for it. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Everybody knows I'm a huge Rooster Teeth fan. I am a huge Ruby fan, but you know, I'm also a, a Rooster Teeth fan, just not at Rika's level. Rika's yeah. level is kind of she knows everybody. I don't. I don't know everybody like on a personal basis. I wish I knew them on a personal level, but uh, <laughs> wouldn't it be great? It would be great. I'm I'm planning on going to RTX someday. Maybe not next year. Please take me with you. <laughs> of course. Of course. This is like I don't know, it would be a dream come true to be at RTX or Pax Live. Yes, I'd be uh, if only flying and to another country was cheaper. Was cheaper and, and you know, easier, yeah. Because it's so not easy to fly into another country. It's even more difficult to spend in another country. Yeah, especially with our economy. Uh -huh. But that is a topic for a different day. And a uh, more political podcast. Yeah, um, yeah maybe uh, go to a different podcast if you want to. If you want to talk, if you want to um, get their salt over it. <laughs> Speaking of politics. Did you know that a distant relative of the gacha system is being scrutinized? Um, by distant relative, do you mean like loot boxes? Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay, loot boxes. Yeah. Well, I call it distant relative, but they're essentially the same thing. Similar. They have. A similar system where you get um, a box, uh -huh. a, a blind box that you have no idea what's inside, and then you draw it for a random item, unit, uh, equipment, whatever. So basically, similar. So the uh, that's the extent of the similarities. Similarities, I guess. Here we go. Um, yeah. <laughs> and and you know that the mispronounced words or the missing syllables are never from me. Shut up. Anyway. It'll um, happen eventually. Trust and believe. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's as far as the similarities go. Yeah. Uh, because in <laughs> Gacha, you get the in-game currency, you buy it. And we get something random. You, well, technically it's the same thing. When you use um, in-game currency to buy a loot box, and that you get a random thing. But um, 
the difference is, I think, is that loot box drops are not that essential to the game. Am I no. correct? Um, in some games, like say Overwatch, mm-hmm. uh, the items inside loot boxes are cosmetic in nature. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, cosmetics. Those aren't really essential to gameplay. They aren't. Right. They aren't particularly essential to gameplay. Yeah, so you get like. It's just like making things fancier. I mean, I I suppose that some gacha. Uh, have a cosmetic thing yeah. going on. Some gacha games do that. I mean, but yeah. It's not necessary for you to enjoy gameplay. For yeah. you to enjoy the game. I mean, it would be nice if you get that, but. And then what? So, uh, why exactly are loot boxes under scrutiny right now? Well, uh, it was it was a more recent thing. One of the reasons why loot boxes and other microtransactions are actually mm-hmm. being scrutinized is because of um, well, for starters, uh, there were one of the things that happened recently was that um, yeah, Battlefront Two happened. Battle Star Wars Battlefront oh. Two happened. Uh, how do I explain this? Yeah, they locked a bunch of characters behind microtransactions. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. Destiny 2 also had the same problem earlier on mm-hmm. where uh, loot engrams, which is basically loot box engrams, which are basically loot boxes, were also problematic. Mm-hmm. Like, apart from the fact that there were abysmal drop rates. Some other problems also arose where players just got didn't get good stuff. But yeah, uh, for in the case of Destiny, it's been resolved. In the case of uh, yeah, but um, I don't think it's limited to just that, right? I mean, a lot of people spend a lot of real money on mobile games. I mean, yes, it's free to play, and yes, you can. Purchase uh, stuff in game, but we have a lot of um, stories about people who spend thousands and thousands of real money on on games. I mean, in game purchases. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I heard. Uh, I don't think it was um, a mobile game, but it was a Facebook game. I heard that there was this one woman who um, stole money from her job okay. just to pay for stuff in game in Mafia Wars or something. Mafia Of all the games, right? Why? I don't know. I mean, she must have wanted to just keep playing those games. Yeah, well, the nature of microtransactions um, has been under scrutiny, has been under fire for a while. A while, especially if, for example, I've heard also a lot of stories of parents seeing their credit card bills go suddenly way up because 
they uh, lent their phones or their tablets to their kids, to their kids who and then, then jumped who played, on Fortnite. Who played uh, games like, I don't know, Candy Crush, Farmville or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. they just, you know, they don't know any better and the phone is connected to or their the credit, card. credit card. And then they just keep buying and buying and buying and buying and buying and then... Wasn't there a story about how a kid spent like 25k on extra lives for Candy Crush? Yes. I think. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, it happens. It. I mean, you know, be more respon- number one, be more responsible with, with your, you devices. Know, your devices and your credit card linked and apps. Um, but... Also, be responsible with your money and how much you throw into your um, into in-game purchases. Yeah, I mean, if you if you can get the in-game currency by farming or grinding, just go and grind. Yeah, it takes it takes time. I mean, you'll end up better at the game. You might find mm. shortcuts. You know, yeah. it's it's not it's not the end of the world but if you, you don't know, get it immediately. Yeah, you can go the easy way out by purchasing the in-game currency with real money but you don't have to you don't have to spend like a million dollars for that don't be a whale whales are whales disrupt the economy yeah i think oh. but you know it, at the same time it's like um you've got someone who whales you know they have the funding for it and they're still fairly responsible let them have their fun I mean, I wouldn't understand whale behavior, but that's me. And you know, even the origin of the term whale is kind of iffy. Mm-hmm. Originally, it was used as a term for people who spend a lot in casinos. Oh. So now, um, much of the game under much of the game industry has come under fire because, well, sometimes these loot boxes tend to be, you know, it's. Kind of like gambling, and one and there was this one study in Australia that actually uh, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was like it's similar enough to gambling because the mindset of the people who go after these loot boxes, who spend insane amounts of money on loot boxes, have the same frame of mind as someone as a compulsive gambler, where they're chasing the high. The high of that. Yeah, yeah the emotional high of, you know, that game of chance. That's like it's like if you were in, if you were playing high stakes poker, if someone playing high stakes poker had that mindset, it's not that much different from someone who was about to open a hundred loot boxes in Overwatch. I guess, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. That I think that sort of mindset is also making games not that enjoyable. So maybe I think I also get why um, some governments are asking for the whole loot box system to be scrapped. Because yeah, it I can totally see how it's gambling. Yeah. And how it doesn't really promote um, best practices, especially for younger uh, gamers. Yeah. And of course, from a publishing perspective, from a game publishing perspective, if you're, well, at least as far as I know, it could be considered a little, quote unquote, a little better. A if, what? A little better. 
a little bender. Better. Futurama, Arika. Sorry. We're not talking about Futurama, Arika. I'm okay. Sorry. I just Get sound a soon. little I robotic. It's, uh, for some games that have items with an element of chance to them, it's a little less like gambling if uh, this chance-based item opens up to an item that is semi-rare but also really useful, useful for the game. like it's already a large amount of let's say consumables or mm-hmm. whatever and getting that amount is kind of difficult if you have to grind for it mm-hmm. it's a little less like gambling and a little bit more like reward boxes like straight up reward boxes yes you well, still buy them but nicer if they were reward boxes right yeah i mean something that would improve gameplay or would enhance your um, progression in Yeah, the game. a number of online I mean, games do that. Hmm. I mean, I'm, unlike if your loot boxes are just, you know... Purely cosmetics. Purely cosmetics, because that doesn't really add to the game. I know that um, I mean, in some countries... Uh, let's take Overwatch as an example. In some countries, you can no longer purchase the loot boxes. Hmm. Like, if you wanted to buy... Anything you can buy in game currency. I know China is the one that's. Uh, I know they passed legislation. <laughs> oh no, here it comes. There you go. Not me. Legislation. Legislation that required online game publishers to like change the way loot boxes are bought are distributed. Uh, so that means that meant like. In the case of Overwatch, Chinese players can no longer buy them. Instead, Japanese, uh, sorry, Chinese players can buy in-game currency, mm-hmm. the gold, and receive loot boxes and gifts. So depending on how much gold you decide to buy, you get loot boxes. But since you have the in-game currency now, you can just buy whatever cosmetics mm-hmm. you want. I guess it's a bit tricky to... Yeah, it is. I mean, this whole loot box thing is very tricky. No, microtransactions in general are kind of iffy. Yeah. And I kind of want... To me, it feels like buying booster packs for, let's say, Magic the Gathering or uh, the Pokemon trading card game. Yeah. uh, Loot boxes or the gacha is like buying a booster pack. You just don't know what you're going to get in there. But the items that you do get somehow... Are useful because yeah, because they're either you use them in your game. Yeah, right. So if if the loot box system was a little bit more like that across the board, maybe we wouldn't have legislation that automatically restricts or restricts yeah. them. And um, what's fun about uh, these card games is that if you don't have uh, the the cards that you want, you can actually trade them. Uh-huh. Uh, for you know, trade what the cards that you have that some other person might want. See that that would also be a thing that would make these things that would make online games a little bit better. Like, like if they have a trading house, or I mean, some games I think do have that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, some games also have auction houses. But you know, it, depending on player base, it might actually screw up the in-game economy, especially if. You, you're playing an MMO or 
or something similar. You want to talk game with a whacked out economy? FF14's housing economy is terrifying. You mean like real life? <laughs> <laughs> life imitating art. It's so sad. But yeah, um, you know, as problematic as loot boxes are, uh, now that now that more countries in the world are looking to regulate it, maybe it's time that developers started looking for other ways. Mm-hmm. You know. To get their player base uh, to spend, maybe. Well, there are developers that are in the mindset that you shouldn't actually do that to your players. Yeah, <coughs> but you know, they're kind of far and few between these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, when was the last time? Okay, no, there have been a few times recently mm-hmm. where the game that you buy is complete. Um, Octopath Traveler. Monster Hunter World. Yeah, uh, Monster Hunter World doesn't have loot boxes either. No, it doesn't. Yeah, they have cosmetics the... that are up for purchase that are not random. Yeah, but, but those microtransactions are you know, only if you. I mean, they're here if you want them. Mm, you don't have you to. You don't have to buy them. You don't have to and, if you don't want to. And I mean, you can craft your own armor. Yeah. Stuff by hunting down monsters in What Monster is surprising Hunter. to I mean, me. That's basically why you, <laughs> you play Monster Hunter in the first place. Because you so enjoy you can, cra- hunting and crafting. Yeah, hunting and crafting. That's a I mean that's what Monster Hunter has always been, right? What's surprising to me though is that, you know, Monster Hunter World is Capcom, right? Mm. What's surprising to me is that they're putting microtransactions in Devil May Cry five. I don't know the exact nature yet. I heard it earlier today. But microtransactions in DMC? I wonder what for. I don't know. Maybe cosmetics, maybe. If it's if it's cons- cosmetics, I mean, cosmetics then it's fine. yes, I understand that, you know, you get microtransactions from it, but those are microtransactions where you know what you're getting already. Yeah. It's, it's the random stuff that gets a it's, little... It's, it's the loot boxes. It's microtransactions for loot boxes that are under scrutiny right now, right? Yep. Especially because um, a certain developer with vowels in their name are being <laughs> especially stubborn when it comes to loot boxes. Yeah. I mean, I um, think they, they're standing the ground on microtransactions and loot boxes, but... At the same time, if the whole world is putting you under that microscope, are you really doing, are, are you really, you know, are you gonna do it for the good of your business or are you gonna do it for the good of your player base? Yeah. And more and more company, more and more lawmakers, especially those who are like tech savvy, are realizing that it's gotten bad in the game industry because if I remember correctly um, there was this one representative in Hawaii who said that they'd realized how bad it's gotten Mm -hmm. that most games now are like day one DLC or 
yeah, subscription passes and like if if you I mean as a player I want a game that I can play when I buy it especially if I pre-ordered the game or lined up for the game day one I I'd like to be able to play it without having to connect to the internet for a day one DLC to make it playable. That's a day one patch. Day one DLC is like, oh hey, you've already bought this game. Here's a little, here's content that was cut that we can just sell back to you. Yeah. Because it's terrible. Like, like why would you even do that? That's that's a huge turn off. Yeah. That's why I don't buy games at day one anymore unless they're, you know, a game that I know won't have uh, an issue like that. Like Pokemon. That, that, that was probably the only game that I pre-ordered and lined up for. I've and lined up and pre-ordered. Pre-order and line up for again. I pre-ordered and lined up for a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I did day one for Persona 5. And that was, you know, I did a whole unboxing video because it was a collector's edition. Hey! But at the same time, that was a complete game. Mm-hmm. Like, any DLC that I want for it is purely aesthetic. Mm. I mean, yeah, there are a couple of nice personas behind the paywall, but I don't really need them. There are over a hundred personas in the game. Yeah. Um, and it's... Isn't it funny, though, that you get more Western games that have more of these day one patches and microtransactions and DLCs. And season passes. And season passes and stuff. Uh, yeah, more reasons for you to spend more. Compared to like Japanese games, especially Japanese RPGs. To be fair, it's likely because to begin with um, the Japanese philosophy of game creation is has to be already complete mm. like and Japanese are very meticulous about mm. being complete especially very... more so now than they used to be because if um, oh my god I'm about to date this again <sighs> back in the earlier Earlier days. Earlier days of this decade. No, uh, the gacha system wouldn't give you complete toys. Oh yeah, the complete the compu gacha system. Yes. Um. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, there were a lot of games back then that would um that would have a gacha where. All you get is a part of a whole. So it's sort of like um, Exodia. You get the arm or just the leg or the the body or the head. head. And since it's gotcha, you have no idea which part you're getting. So you you have a hard time completing it. Mm -hmm. So... When you draw, you might get a million and one legs when you need the other leg, the arms, and the head. And the body. Adi, adi. <laughs> right? And that's very frustrating. I think... Um, I think 
uh, there was um, either a law, I think, that was passed, or like a like well, a, there was a political bleh, there was a political discussion that uh, came out of that. Yeah, because um, it was 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, the Japanese Consumer Affairs Agency banned the practice of complete gotcha, hmm. but they didn't do it by introducing new legislation. Oh, they, so there wasn't a law about it. No, they issued a legal opinion piece that hmm. virtual items could be considered prizes under existing legislation, hmm. which was drafted, which was passed way back in like 1977. This was like Atari days. Atari days, or rather, back when oh trading God. cards were a thing. Mm. She was bracing for a pun, y'all. Yes, I was bracing for a pun, and I was about to remove my shoe and throw it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't think I have any more puns. That's good. Anyway, so, yeah, so I suppose that's why um, complete gotcha disappeared. Yeah. I mean, but I'm pretty sure... Um, developers found a loophole for that. Well, I mean, uh, there's always going to be a loophole in legislation. You just have to, you know, uh, word it differently. You just have to either word it differently or package it in a different way. But we still have gacha games. But there, I mean, I have. I don't think I've seen a compu gacha in a while. Yeah. A gacha where yeah. Where you get parts of a whole. Yep. Well, okay. A lot of mobage mm. um, developers, including Green and Dena, um, tried to establish like self-regulation, self-regulation, mm. and even I'm doing it now. <laughs> self-regulation in the industry, the Japanese Social Game Association, unfortunately, disbanded. Mm. But Um, they are generally trying to be more responsible and police themselves, which is probably why a lot of the gacha games, you know, don't feature such steep difficulty levels, mm-hmm. or they'll be more generous with like uh, premium currency, like you know, jewels, medals, or what have you. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just wouldn't it be nicer if like you know these. The microtransactions in general were more. Hey, it's here if you want it, but you don't have to. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, a lot of games are like that. I guess. Uh huh. It would be nice. Yeah. If. But then this wouldn't be the first time that it would it was encountered because even back in the eighties and nineties, it was like it was like a thing, but. For trading cards. Yeah, for trading card games. Yeah, but that's the thing. But trading. Was, yeah, there's a social trading aspect. I I wonder if it's because gamers are more isolationist these days. Or you know, the gamers back then were young, and now we're adults with money to spend. Oh, right. I mean, that's that could also be a factor. It could also be a factor. Um, but you know what? Really annoys me in uh, gacha games uh-huh. recently. Some games you use real money to get to buy in-game money, right? 
I really, really hate games that have paid currency gotchas. So would you call that assault? I hate you. Shut up. <laughs> I had one more in the tank. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you already paid for that currency. Why are you giving whales... A specific a, kind of... Yeah, a specific kind of gacha that's separate from everyone else. Where, Major offender, Bandori. Well, no, they do have it, but the banner is completely the same. You get the same items, you get the same rarity and stuff. Um, I'm talking about this one um, Japanese gacha game that I played recently. Uh, it's called Mitra Sphere. Um, it's really pretty. It's very aesthetic. I love the story. Um, but except that it has a paid gacha thing where you buy uh, the in-game currency uh-huh. and uh, that in-game currency, uh, they actually can tell the difference between the in-game currency that you get via playing the game and the in-game currency that you get via real-world money. So they have a specific um, gacha where the items, uh, the equipment you get are better, essentially, than what you get with the regular gacha. It's, it really isn't there. I mean, some games, uh, I think, have that already. And that's... Um, I've only seen it in Japanese games. Mm. Eh, it's so frustrating. I just want to be able to play your game with the equipment that I need to level up. So just, you know, why are you um, enabling whales? Yeah. But, you know, given that everybody... Given that a lot more people are more aware of the fact that microtransactions and loot boxes specifically are more akin to gambling now. Mm-hmm. Um, more people, more legislation is coming out to either outright ban it, as in or, the case of Belgium. Mm-hmm. Belgium. Bel- Belgium, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, Belgium um, has the- been in the news recently because of there's spat with EA on yeah. loot boxes and microtransactions because EA, as uh, we mentioned before, has been very stubborn in their stand yeah. with uh, loot boxes. Yeah, given the heightened criticism, a lot more games are changing the way like um, they put out content. Mm. Uh, one of the games that I actually want to play but don't have the computer powering for, power for, mm-hmm. computing power for, darn it. <laughs> um, Dauntless, which is essentially American Monster Hunter. Mm. Um, they removed the loot box system. Mm-mm. Instead, they've replaced it with the ability to directly purchase customization items that players want through either in-game currency, which you can just farm for, or real-world funds. Huh. I mean, it's up to you if you want to get wanna it buy now it. or later. Oh, so if you want to buy it with um, real money or in-game money. Yeah. And I feel like that is better. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you can get this if you farm. Mm. Like, eventually you can have this. Or if you want, you can get it now for a smaller fee. Because what I feel loot boxes and other microtransactions do is rapid monetization versus 
trickling uh, versus a trickle of monetization that eventually becomes that eventually adds up to a much larger amount. Mm. But isn't that unfair for um, the players of your game, though? I mean, they already bought the complete. Well, they think they've already bought the complete game, but then you know, during the course of completing the adventure, all of a sudden there's a DLC adventure and you know well, or, yeah. or, or or microtransactions that speed up the game for you uh, I feel like it's just being a little unfair to the fans of the game it's like you're making it look like your player base doesn't even want to play your game well in some cases I can't say that it, in a lot of cases. I mean, I like to play a lot of games, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I run out of time, or I haven't managed to put up my subscription. Like in the case of FF14, it's on the it's on its second expansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on its second expansion, and I am still in the first. Mm-hmm. I'm playing a Realm Reborn still. Mm-hmm. Square Enix offers a way for you to skip all the way to Stormblood. The latest. The latest line. expansion. That option is there. I could just play. Yeah. I could just not play. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that would be great. I would be caught up with the story. But my game experience would be really, really bad because I don't know how the systems work. Mm. I wouldn't know how to fish, where to fish. I don't know. I wouldn't know. Um, I would have paths to go through. Like mm. it, 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 and, it takes away the and enjoyment. And you miss for me. half the story. Yeah, which is half the point of playing a game. Yeah, right? the whole entire reason why you go through these arduous fetch quests in FF14 is that so you get to explore. Mm. I mean, in trying to get to a new area, I once crossed over accidentally into a high-level area. Somehow, I survived. Good job. Yeah. I mean, I suppose there are different kinds of um, uh, avenues of microtransactions or gacha for different kinds of players. Yeah. If you have, I mean, there are games that have gacha solely for getting you ahead of the adventure by giving you units or... um, units or equipment that you need to advance there are also games where you get gacha or microtransactions that are just cosmetic which i really do not like um because you know they don't really add they make your game prettier but it's not necessary for the game yeah i mean i'd like to just buy that item but not gacha for me um there are also um there are also uh, gacha, specific gacha for, um, I suppose, people who just want to explore the game. But I guess that's similar to the ones who just want to expand or uh, progress the adventures, right? Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Well, but it's fine. You get I mean, I get your point. I mean, there are different kinds of gachas that cater different kind of players, but sometimes... Um, it's the game and the system that you like 
So it would, you know, frustrate you to no, to no end because the gacha system or the loot box or microtransaction system just fucks you over. Yeah. And I I don't know. I don't know if it's because of like a more evolved um a more evolved need to make money for game studios. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Like there used to be a time when I mean this is probably I don't know my age is showing or something. There used to be a time when you play a game or you buy a game it's complete. Everything is there. Yeah, everything is I, there. I have nothing against releasing uh, DLC eventually, but don't make it like day one, hmm. my DLC. Or like, if you do want to do DLCs, I suppose you can go in the way of um, uh, the Wolf Among Us Telltale games um, where you release parts of the story eventually. You don't get the oh. whole story yet, so you get it, um, you know, you buy the game, you get the first chapter of the story, and then uh-huh. you buy uh, the next part of the story eventually, and then the next one, and the next one, until you get to the last part of the story. I feel like Telltale has a better quote-unquote microtransaction model, mm-hmm. because uh, they, um, some games they will release, like... Some of their games release like you have to buy the first mm-hmm. part, mm-hmm. and then you buy the second part and the third part. Or you you know you get mm-hmm. the epi- the season pass. Yeah, it's an episodic thing. Unfortunately, sadly, Telltale is uh, shutting down. What? Oh, you haven't. Um, okay. Uh, this um, by the time of publishing, it was only recent. Uh, by the time that. Uh, by the time that we recorded this episode, um, it was only released that Telltale Games is closing and that they've already laid off their employees. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Um, it's because, uh, yeah, Telltale Games is an amazing uh, publisher. I love their games, but apparently, um, despite being able to churn out quality games, they weren't making enough money, even though. Um, they had the system they had. It's, it's really sad. It's a sad game in the game industry. Uh, it's a sad day in the game industry that Telltale Games. But will they still? I mean, they still had a bunch of games that haven't been one hundred percent completed, like. I thought I thought we might get like Telltale Spider-Man at some or not even Spidey, maybe a Telltale Scarlet Witch or something. But you know, um, I guess this is a good way for for video game companies to learn from. I guess. But anyway, we're going a little bit off topic. It's yeah. like overall, you play gacha games because. You're salty. Well, you're, you're you're a masochist. You're a sadistic bastard. No, that's why you play gacha games. Hey. <laughs> no. Well, um, I, I I don't know. Whenever I get a game, whenever I play a mobile game, because it's most prevalent there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play the game. I get the game first and foremost because 
I enjoy what it looks like. I enjoy the game system. The gacha is just an afterthought. Mm. But me, unfortunately, when the when the game starts to depend on you to depend on the gacha, that's when that's when it stops being fun. Yeah. For me, I like playing gacha games because I like um, the <laughs> the cute aspect of it, like. The units that you get, the cute people in it, mm-hmm. the pretty girls and the pretty boys. I mean, I'm ah. in it for the aesthetics. I'm also in it for the story. Um, gotcha is just, you know, a sad reality of my gaming life because a lot of um, my aesthetic needs in gaming is in gotcha, gotcha games. Just sad. I'm a sad person. I'm a very sad masochistic person because I just keep playing games that, you know, make me salty. Well, I kind of hope that, you know, whatever games we've signed up for in the near future I alleviate hope... some of that salt. Well, salt is inevitable. Yeah. What have we got lined up for ourselves? Like, uh, in the future, well, yeah. Paladins on yeah. the Switch. AOV yeah. on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a lot of games lined up, to be honest. Yeah. In the future. Weird. And Weird. I'm just glad that, you know, we're just getting our games just to enjoy ourselves. Yeah. Gotcha is just incidental. The microtransactions are incidental part of our games. But we get them because we love them. Or because we love the franchise. Or, you know... We're, or that, or we're really deep down, just salty masochists. <sighs> Why do we do this to ourselves? <laughs> because we are salty masochists. I, maybe that should have been the title of our podcast: Salty, salty Masochists. masochists. Um, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I gotcha, man. This is addictive. Yes. Anyway, thank you um, for listening to Salty Masochists. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um, Next episode will be... Oh, we're doing this now? um, Yeah. um, For next episode, we'll be doing a panel discussion. Our very first. Our very first panel discussion where we will have uh, two or three more people. Who knows? Um, We'll be inviting some of our friends uh, to dis- uh, to discuss a common fandom for us. Yeah, yay. Uh, so uh, in two weeks' time, we'll see you again. This has been Rika. And I'm Miggy. And this is to Sodium, Sodium Exposure. Exposure. Wait, I thought we were going to change our name to Salty Masochists. Too late. <laughs>
Check us out at anchor.fm slash sodium exposure and follow us at sodium exposure on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to get updates. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or on your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Bye.